Howdy folks, this is The Good Speaking. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok. Enjoy the gold. You're hearing this. Oh, it means we made it. Yes. We survived. We made it through the apocalypse. And now we rebuild. A better world of mutant. We recorded this at the end of December, and I just fucking know there's gonna be some shit that goes down on January 1st. It's gonna be a clusterfuck. Happen. We're gonna have to cut this part out. Probably. What's <laughs> gonna happen? Some at shit's least gonna January go. 20th at, at, at the at the latest. The transfer of power. Well, we already did the Fallout series, so let's move on. Welcome back, everybody, to the good, <laughs> the bad, and the boys. We're your oh, hosts. Yeah. I'm Taryn. I'm Isaac. And uh, let's see, January is uh, quite a month of Marvel superheroes is what we decided oh, on. Shit. Oh, it's yeah. It's coming back, baby. After a Basic year of nothing, bitches. except for Wonder Woman 1984. Which yes. will inevitably be making its way to this podcast if oh, the reviews probably. I've read are true. Ooh, yeah, I you know it seemed promising, but I don't know this time. You know, based on the reviews, it doesn't sound too good. He's, he's, uh, we'll see it. The first one was probably my favorite movie of like these Same. new DC ones. Same. That was definitely the best. It was of like them the best yet. one. Right? Yeah, Aquaman was fun as like a meme. But this one, yeah, that one was like actually pretty good. Not the ending, but the rest of it. Yeah, and then it's surrounded by the. <laughs> <laughs> and also kind of the rest of the movie slightly, but it's still the best DC. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of bad superhero movies, what have we brought today? Oh yeah, we brought in the wonderfully crafted, the highly the anticipated, the masterpiece the tease and highly anticipated the, oh the thing my that thing was like christian gray and us over, it was, mm, over again giving us a nibble and then pulling back yeah like okay maybe Ooh, a rated r new maybe new it's horror film. it's horror and, it's and scary and, and you know and then, then i watched Williams, legion too you know, legion Ooh. had a little bit of the the horror horror yeah, yeah. but yeah and and i, I got a, you got a little taste of the x-men horror with legion and uh I was I was really excited for this one. Like, okay, if if uh, we get some real spooky Shadow King stuff in Legion, same that we do with the new mutants, I'm gonna be happy with. Uh, yeah. Film. Uh, <laughs> we were sorely disappointed. Yeah, so. <laughs> so we have that one, and then so, what were you talking about on Thursday? Uh, Thursday, we're gonna bring in the best of the X Men. Ooh. Logan, a wonderful Western yeah. and movie. Uh, not really yeah, X-Men, it's just it's like a Wolverine, Wolverine story. But uh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, amazing Western. We're going back to our Good, the Bad, the Boys Western roots Thursday. So tune in for Logan Wolverine, my favorite. Great yeah. movie. Great movie. In case you guys forgot, we'll we have a Thursday. we have a Western theme to this review. podcast. <laughs> we figure we just <laughs> yeah. we got to sprinkle them in now and then. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah, sure all the true right. Western fans who listen to our first three episodes and have since become highly disillusioned with the boys are like, oh, they're doing another Western? Oh, it's a fucking superhero movie. Great. Great job, guys. <laughs> Glad <laughs> yeah, I subscribed. Really uh, yeah, staying true to... Yeah, well, speaking of dead yes. genres, New Mutants. <laughs> new Mutants. 
What a time. This was uh, what is it, directed by Josh, Josh Boone. Boone. Fault in Our Stars. Oh, yeah, of such <laughs> horror classics as The Fault in Our Stars and 2012's yes. romantic comedy, Stuck in Love. Yes, and uh, uh, what is it, John Green's, what, what is it, Let It Snow. It, it comes back to <laughs> It comes back again. again. You'll never get it. You'll never escape it. John Green. Uh, <laughs> And I don't mind that I've seen interviews with this guy and he is he is like a big Marvel Comics fan and X-Men especially. Oh, nice. Yeah. And when it first started, there were plans. There were plans for this movie. Big plans when it first started filming and who fucking knows when probably like a decade ago. But was because this movie yeah. was set to release what 2017, like same year as. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. yeah, it, it was. It was supposed to follow within that like rated R releases. Yep. Uh, like, you know, with uh, thanks to Deadpool, you know, yeah, yeah, and Deadpool, uh, yeah, and just, Logan. It would have been like perfect to release it at that time. Fox's last but, little shebang there, you know, before right. before the Mouse House got their their before mitts the on them, got their hands on it, little apartheid mittens on them. Might be a good thing though. Yeah, it was, was kind of <laughs> going downhill with Dark Phoenix. With Dark that, Phoenix, so. yeah. Well, they had something there with the rated R ones, and then and then now they have nothing. They don't even have the X Men anymore. They, yeah, but yeah. So Josh Boone, yeah. he's. He's a big Marvel Comics fan, and I, I, awesome. you know, we've seen in the past comedy directors, and like, what's his name, Jordan Peele, go from mm. sketch comedy to something like Get Out, to with great success, yeah, and something like that, or such sort of flip flopping genres, yeah. And, and it's, so it's you know, cool it's, to kind of branch out, showcase what you, get. yeah, showcase what you got, bring it to the table. Trick is you got to have oh. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. You know, what, what better to pair a, a superhero genre with Teen Inks, Alter Stars? Yeah, I guess the, this was originally set to be more of like a teen action drama from what I was reading mm -hmm. at first. And there, it was supposed to be more like a, a legacy thing. There's supposed to be more comics characters. It was going to have like Warlock in it, Mr. Sinister. Oh, Warlock. Yeah. And, Sinister Essex. Yep, it was gonna have Colossus in it. There were gonna be cameos ah. from Professor X. Yeah, I saw on the cast list of New Mutants that James McAvoy was in, in the cast. Yep, and, and uh, <laughs> yep, when yep, I saw yep. that, I was like, "Oh yay!" I was like, "Oh okay, they're gonna maybe try to tie it in a little bit," but I, I never saw him. <laughs> I don't know where he went. Uh, so yeah, that was that was weird. Yeah. yeah. So this was originally said to be a much bigger movie, and that's been the majority of the news regarding New Mutants. Is just how much it's been delayed, and all the reshoots and the rewrites that took place when the the film was almost like seventy percent done already. And so it was just a clusterfuck. And the only reason people were hyped to see it was just because, just because they had waited so long, <laughs> and the tone of it changed so much throughout. So like we said, it was it was supposed to originally be like a drama action movie. With this nice cast of of really good drama actors like Maisie Williams and Anya Taylor Joy yeah. and all that, yeah. Charlie Heaton, and then uh, yeah, yeah. Stranger Things. I, Emma I don't know I, too. She was an Emma. Was yeah, really good. <laughs> She's a great actress. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, all of them are they're, they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, pretty good I cast. Like, and they, I guess, the first trailer was cut weird. I don't know. I was trying to look into why it shifted so much. The first trailer mm -hmm. came out, and I don't know, I guess the way the editor did it, there was a lot of weird editing in this movie, but it was like a horror movie, more of, like a superhero yeah. horror, which and I was... That was the confusion, yeah, I thought. 
that's what we were going to get. And then the Mouse House a, bought it out, and they didn't believe in this movie at all. They just wanted to... <laughs> they were either going to kill it, or I think they already put too much money in it that they would just shove it out the door for whatever, so that they could yeah. use these characters in like the Disney Marvel universe. Because what is this? This movie right. is the second time Sunspot, the character, has been rebooted just within like the Fox franchise. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in Days of Future Past, and oh, then now he's in this Future one. Past, that's right. And he was different. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah, they, they feel like the uh, actor consistency throughout the X-Men. Yeah. Totally <laughs> unstable. They're not very I don't know if it's recast or if it's... Recasting just... strikers. You have, like, three different strikers. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, there's so many, so many uh, things. Yeah, so many actors. I, I like, too, that James McAvoy and uh, Michael Fassbender, like, are they like in Days of Future Past or like oh no Dark Phoenix the recent Dark Phoenix? Just seeing how they've aged to the nineties and then they're supposed to look like <laughs> you know Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart in like you know twenty or ten years like in the early two thousands. This well, just doesn't make sense. The superhero like got quite a takes age a toll. For- on the body, it really does. Uh, Magneto, I guess so. Maybe the mutation. Uh, Magneto's ass, born in like 1930s, maybe even earlier. Yeah. Looking so, right. looking like Michael Fassbender into the 70s and <laughs> in 80s. The 90s. <laughs> in the 90s, <laughs> and then 10 uh, years later. <laughs> uh, Fox X Men yeah. content. Uh, Fox. Oh, love know. it. Uh, it might just be like know. a meta decision, you know, because the com- continuity of superheroes in comic books is is a clusterfuck itself. Right. Maybe the movies just try and emulate that, you know, make it make it yeah. seem more, you know, true to it, it fits. And uh, yeah, going into New Mutants, I I, I did uh, pick up a couple of like the first issues of some of the New Mutants just to get familiar with the characters. And uh, yeah, so far, um, I was actually surprised with this movie, like. I think Josh Boone really is an X-Men fan, and I think he does stay true to the characters. And yeah, I it, it was this this movie isn't as bad as I thought based on the <laughs> or is like but an man, atrocity. Is it, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's just it's boring and it's stupid, and it, yeah. it, it's it's not like it's the worst, but it's it's certainly not good. But I, I was I, I will give Josh Boone props; he really did. He did stay true to those characters and their powers and kind of their backgrounds as well and their motivations. They're, they're similar to the comics and whatnot. So props to him. He's trying is to stay the, true. Because I haven't yeah. read the comics. Is the like horror-esque demon bear <laughs> arc and everything with Essex, mm-hmm. is that sort of made up for the movie? Yeah, yeah it's more, more towards yeah the movie. The bear... Uh, the idea of her psionic powers uh, kind of coming into existence where she'll latch onto your mind. And, and during the first comic, she does it quite a bit. She, she doesn't have control over her powers quite yet. So she'll pull out traumatic experiences from the other team and stuff. <laughs> and like, even like from her parents and her grandfather, like she can even predict the future of like when, how they die and when they mm-hmm. die. So the bear imagery is, um, I don't know, it, it sort of makes sense along with her character. She's kind of wrestling with her inner turmoil and the, de- the death of her parents, her, her father. Um, it was it was mostly her grandfather in the, in the comics, but her parents also had a similar fate. So she, she's got a lot of family issues. 
but uh, but yeah. So so yeah, the bear imagery is interesting. It's an interesting concept, but I think when it came to actually executing it, it was <laughs> I mess. <laughs> and yeah, I I think I would have yeah. <laughs> I don't know I, yeah. So and I I don't understand too why why she's like the most dangerous mutant out of all. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Only projecting images, of which I guess comes in reality. I guess. Yeah, they are real. It doesn't in the comic. People's worst fears. Right. Yeah. So it sort of, sort of trans transfers into actual reality, whatever powers that I didn't see in the comics. Hmm. But it was an it was an interesting thing. But like, all, I, I don't know. I feel like Ileana Rasputin is probably the most dangerous because she's got a whole limbo world. Of fiction that she oh, could yeah. just also turn into reality as well. So I I, I don't know. I, I was I was a little um, mixed about how they viewed. There's there's also a person who has the power of the sun. There's a guy people. who turns into the sun. Yeah. <laughs> there's a girl. And can, there's a like, cannonball guy who can't. Cannonball is his name. Who he can't <laughs> can't stop whenever he goes in a certain direction. Lethal. Um, to anyone involved <laughs> so i don't know i was i was a little i don't know i was just confused of the essex <laughs> like, well uh, it is. and their thoughts on essex. Danny what a time. Time, but... i guess we'll I'll do a brief <laughs> synopsis so the main yeah. character of the new mutants is danny she's i don't even know what her superhero name is i don't say anyone's superhero name really except yeah, except I, for I magic she goes by moonstar or something moons yeah whatever her last name is moonstar uh yeah, there's this like this this opening scene, and one of my least favorite parts about this main character, Danny, is I don't think she makes a single choice like the entire movie. People just tell her to do stuff, and she does it. So she doesn't even feel like a real character. That's so true. She just feels yeah. like a plot device herself. She's very so she, stale. She's kind of the villain, not villain. Yeah. She and yeah. Also, also, I I didn't I didn't really I think she was the weaker performance as well. In my yeah. opinion, yeah, uh, yeah, she just wasn't as compelling enough, and for her and her inner turmoils and wrestling, you know, with, with her two bears, that whole the two ideology bears. that she has, like I, I just would have liked to see way more range with that with the person more inner turmoil. You know, I, I just feel like it was just very one note flat the entire time. And just, yeah, the whole villain not villain thing, a little, I don't know, it'd be a little messy. Yeah, I like the idea of it, and especially yeah. how the, like, two bears concept, sort of the, like, what is it she says? She's like, in you, there are two bears. One is all things bad, and the other is all things good. And I asked my dad, which one wins? And he said, whichever one you feed. And yeah. sort of like the theme behind that could have been a little less on the nose, but I like how it plays into, yeah. like we said, Josh Boone was a big comics fan, and that's a big thing with X-Men, especially just, like, all the, the right. mutants about you know how the team brings out the best sides of people and the importance of working together mm-hmm. and all that together with humanity and mutants together yeah one, one well earth as, one nation yeah. yeah so that was a big theme in you know the previous movies not the deadpool ones yeah. the deadpool ones are a meme but, deadpool is just <laughs> chaos. <laughs> but even ones chaos. ones like logan uh, where you know he, he's much happier when he has someone else, like his daughter or even Xavier, mm-hmm. to do, rather yeah. than be just you know wallowed by himself. And the other X Men movies where yeah they all come together. 
Uh, so I like how that was. It was again a little on the nose in this movie because she narrates yeah, it as it as it happens. Uh, yeah, I also could, could have been a little more subtle. Yeah. Also, but. the other characters probably would have. They all had like more going on than her. We see her backstory like in the opening cutscene or in the opening scenes. <laughs> cutscene. Fuck me. <laughs> in the opening scene, <laughs> it is not very interesting. She just gets woken up to the sound of the reservation she lives on getting shit on by something. Her dad tells yeah. her to run out, and she does because she has no she has no autonomy throughout this entire film. He tells her to hide, and she hides, and then he runs off because because for some reason he runs. He's like, I gotta go help people. He's like, No. He's like, Yeah. Bye. And then his corpse, yeah, his mangled corpse, <laughs> flies back right in front of her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right to where she was. I just can't believe he just abandoned his daughter right there out in the snow. Like I would You're be fine. looking at with my daughter. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just I, like yeah, you're fine. Just. Go in this little hidey hole. I'll be right back. I'll, I'll go I'll help. Be, I'll oh, be right the back. reservation is blowing up. It's, it's just like, like rain of fire. <laughs> it's just like rain of fire. That's a Matthew McConaughey ass logic. Yeah, pulls out really his, is. Pulls out his fucking two handed battle axe. <laughs> I'll be back, dear. Exactly. I can do. Or, or like uh, it? Uh, Gerard Butler just running into the fire with a fire axe. <laughs> all right all right you go get them champ got i got this. it i'll fight these dragons <laughs> <with> this fire hydrant <laughs> amazing yeah amazing so, movie logic yeah so the the movie logic kicks in he runs off and dies and then she gets knocked out by something some mysterious ethereal force that's definitely not the bear metaphor she was talking about 30 seconds oh, earlier not. based off the bear growling growling that is upon her mm. and then she wakes up in the hospital and there's my new kink, Dr. Reyes, Dami, she's, she's cute. Dami Mommy Nurse, <laughs> handcuffs him to the... To I'm not the, sure about her powers. It's kind of dumb, but... Oh, her, yeah. like, force field thing? <laughs> yeah, little bubbles. Her bubble shields. Her, like, yeah. halo bubbles. <laughs> yeah. So she's there, and there's these other kids there. There's Anya Taylor-Joy's magic. It's, like, a little racist Russian girl with the magic powers we talked about. Guy yeah, from Stranger which, Things. Cannonball. Fun fact, with the... Uh, Eliana Rasputin, Colossus's uh, sister. Sister. Yeah, and Colossus is going to be yeah. in this one as her brother. I was going to be... I know, be... that's... Oh, at least like a cameo or something. Or like I know. Some I thought it was going to be the same or, Colossus you know. from Deadpool, too. I don't know if it was going to be the same actor. Yeah. I didn't check that. Yeah, maybe I not. Cross-reference And maybe that. just like a flashback to her limbos. Would yeah, her limbo. Colossus, you know, being part of her childhood. I like the mystery yeah. behind their characters and how you sort of see they're all... They're all a little messed up, and they've all done terrible things yeah. with their powers, and that sort of kind of gets uncovered through the <laughs> through the definitely not ripped off from it horror sequences. Yeah, where they're all by <laughs> the themselves. Goosebumps CGI. Yeah, the goosebumps <laughs> stuff that happens where whenever they're alone, it's it's literally like it, where it's like the fucking little Pennywise bitch who's there now. Just make some spooky right. shit oh. happen to him, and, and then it goes away. Didn't it come out around like 2000? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I think they were trying to compete with that. It had they to have been a response. Her it, power yeah. is just Pennywise. She just brings out yeah. people's worst fears. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, so young Pennywise is in the hospital now. And then it's just, yeah, it's just Dr. Reyes telling him they can't leave. And they have to learn control. And spooky shit happens now and then. That's yeah. about it. We There's That's always... It. It's, it's a like some... it's a Breakfast Club like boring <laughs> mutant 
mental hospital. And there is exactly it, it totally is, yeah. a, a Breakfast Club sequence. Two separate yeah, Breakfast it, it's Club esque like scenes. It's a John Hughes movie. It's, it is a John it's Hughes. A John, it's John Hughes directed an X Men film. This an X Men horror movie. film that wasn't intention. Yeah. That wasn't originally intended to be a horror film. It, it'd be New Mutants. Right. right. Yep. Yeah, they even time. have. You know, I, I, yeah, <laughs> they, there there is a little. Um, I do like that they subtly hinted with Lockheed and that whole thing because Lockheed is kind of a weird little Kitty Pride girl. Oh, isn't she um, also friends with Kitty Pride, like in the comics? Yeah, yeah, they're big, yeah. Kitty Pride too. Um, she she had this whole fairy tale comic. Someone where, was like, "Oh, Kitty Pride, the girl who walks through walls." That's that's a fantasy yeah. tale waiting to happen right there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, but for some reason, it's told from her perspective in a fairy tale setting of how the X Men, like battling through the years and stuff. And I think she's telling it to Magic, and Magic has I, I, I read the comic long ago, so I don't I don't really remember the whole story. But uh, yeah, I yeah I think that kind of sparked Magic's reality warping and her fascination with like Limbo and stuff, and that's kind of haven that she always goes to and gets her power from hmm. and lockheed is was one of the dragons that was a part of that and then also i guess kitty pride too on it's the brood planet or whatever always sent to space every so often yeah, yeah, yeah. she actually finds like a little little uh, dragon like alien in fairy tale hmm. right, so that's kind of how lockheed went about so i like the subtleties in this movie where it's like more of a puppet it's kind of it still is that mythical. It was a puppet until it imagination into, into PS2 Spyro. Yeah, into Spyro, <laughs> which I mean, that's what Lockheed looks like. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So it, I, I like the subtleties uh, behind, like little again with Josh Boone's, you know, fandom and his interest in X Men. It's it's nice to see him subtly throwing in the Easter eggs like that. So I, I do appreciate little subtle references an x-men nerd myself oh. but yeah yeah and i think that's the biggest draw of this movie is more of just the easter egg-esque stuff for for the big x-men yeah. fans like that because that yeah. shit everything you just said about lockheed did not get i thought she was just a little fucking yeah. schizo with a puppet and then the puppet turned out to be ps2 spyro and i was like oh okay <laughs> what do you know and is it she doesn't you know. she magic also have like a split personality thing i was reading like a director's commentary where he was talking about how he wanted this to be a trilogy and he was going to set up all this stuff you know like magic's relationship with her brother colossus and something oh, to do yeah. with sunspot and like his past in brazil and all that and she has yeah. like an alternate personality yeah yeah she she definitely yeah she has mental problems for sure. she has mental with <laughs> i mean obviously <laughs> we're talking about the <laughs> new mutants movie but yes we yeah it's she yeah just based on what I've seen with her magic comic. Yeah, she, she has a hard time differentiating reality and reality. Um, I think there's even like a what if comic. So she's got a lot of weird, yeah, issues in that, mm. that sense. Um, I don't know too much about magic, but from what I've read so far, yeah. Sounds more interesting than she has some issues. this movie. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, which, which I see. I see the setup for all these characters. This is a great origin movie where we see some of the insights from the characters' pasts. I, I can tell that Josh Boone is trying to make this as a trilogy. 
trying to do. So it, it, it seems like a character setup, for sure. It seems like they did it, and then they cut out all of the actual character setup part and kept just enough for, like, a bare bones <laughs> yeah. hour and 20-minute long shitty True. horror movie. Like, they only kept the shitty spooky parts. And that was it. True, but there was no true. build up to it. There was no right. Yeah, and that's that. That was also another issue. Is just the way they used the whole Essex thing. I didn't like that. Doctor Reyes was the only person there. <laughs> was like Mister Sinister does not know what he's doing. He's just leaving this one mutant Doctor Reyes to run this entire facility. Leaving fucking um, Bubble Girl in charge of Bubble Girl in all charge these mutants. Of all these like really pretty dangerous mutants. Very dangerous all, mutants. Know. Yeah, um, and yeah, I I would like to see like the Logan aspect of where we see like the transgen. We see like even in Deadpool two, there was some weird like Catholic school esque super strict schooling that we saw with with the essex corporation that oh would yeah they perfect they're a little shadier yeah. they're like right under your nose in the first deadpool they're exactly. like a like a sick home that was secretly like you they turn you into mutants and then in the second right. one there was like yeah, a and they're trying school. to cheat right exactly and it would that is a perfect setup for a horror type aspect where it's a mental hospital you have danny going crazy with her psionic powers this, and she's just gonna uh, killing everyone else because she's going into, insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. It would have been cool, cool to see like some cool um, psych. Like, like Legion does a great job of that, and I would have liked to see that in this movie of just mutants trying to break out of these facilities while also not being able to control their powers. Bionic powers are going crazy. Nightmares. It's a nightmarish, hellish laboratory world that they live in and that would have been such a cool psychological thriller horror yeah, that i thought like they that. were going for but yeah, <laughs> it's whatever <laughs> i feel like more characters would have helped like if they were actual orderlies to make yeah. it seem more like a real hospital right. instead of just the right. abandoned set of shutter island which it was right, filmed exactly. in the same same place <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah it looks like the same place and and i was it's cool to see it, it was weird with the two of the gravestones for I thought it was all the dead mutants from Charles Xavier's uh, seizures and stuff because I thought this was Charles Xavier's um, like little initiative for new mutants. I, th I, uh -huh. I thought the whole time they were at the X Mansion. It was <laughs> that, that was my theory, and and uh, and and that's what was in the original comics is that the X Men they went off planet. Professor X didn't know if they were alive or dead, thought he lost the X-Men entirely. He finds this new band of new mutants to kind of live on with that legacy, mm. carry on the X-Men tradition and to try to help, but also at the same time, he's very reluctant. Like, I'm not going to do a super team with you guys because I don't want to put you guys in danger like I did my original X-Men team. They're dead, and I don't want to kill you guys either. So that's what I thought was was happening is that we saw the grave site which i guess is just a bunch of dead mutants it's just some yeah, props corporation it's like some target probably <laughs> but i i thought that was all the dead <laughs> yeah exactly i i thought that was what that was going for like professor x wiped out the x-men team that set up the logan but now he's grabbing new mutants to try to reinvigorate the ideas in the x-men so that that was my theory the whole time out to be Mr. 
And we'll never see Mr. Sinister in the Fox <laughs> franchise, but it's whatever. It's fine. But anyways, that was my theory. But no, we get a, an abandoned Shepard Island. That's a totally stale environment. Not high stakes at all. No orderlies. No, yeah. no nothing. No like crazy <laughs> Logan, like found footage, scary Lobot, you know, laboratory. I know. They thought they'd have to... Going on to just cut Warlock for because they sliced the budget in half like as they were making the movie and now they don't even have enough for background characters. Yeah, right. And and there's there's also another character too that they excluded that was in the original. Her name's Karma. She can like take hold of the body. She just like possesses people pretty much. Hmm. But yeah, there there was uh you could you could tell yeah, they they had a lot of budget cuts cut out a bunch of characters. Um so yeah, it's a little unfortunate. Um I feel like it has a lot of potential, and it's an interesting way to set up Mr. Sinister, to set up that idea of the Essex Corporation trying to expand on the ideas of, like, Striker and Alkaline Industries, Weapon X programs. All the spooky mutant stuff. Yeah, spooky stuff that always haunts Wolverine. It just would have been really cool to see that in the mission, but we don't... Yeah, Breakfast plot lines like that said. are pretty cool. Have you seen the show Young Justice? Uh, a little bit. My the brother DC watched one? it back in the day, and yeah. I didn't get to finish it. It's oh. very, uh, very important. It's pretty good. Pretty good show. The whole, yeah. I think like first and second season are all about like programs like that. They call them metas mm-hmm. in the DC universe, but it's all about just all right. like kidnapping and and trying to like indoctrinate like meta teens into just being super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty, it's a fun it's a scary. fun high stakes superhero scenario, yeah. And that that was the whole build up too, like Age <laughs> of Apocalypse too. The whole build up there was that end credits of Age of Apocalypse where they take Wolverine's Weapon X DNA, and they ship it off to Essex, and this is the payoff we get. And like, this is the payoff. <laughs> his new mutants. Yeah, I was like, Mister Sinister, let's go. Then, okay. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Yeah. So story standpoint, it's a shit show. Um, like you said, with performances, yeah. I thought for what they were given, with how many reshirts they were, they weren't bad. Again, Danny was the weakest. Reyes was kind of all right. Yeah. She was she was very stone cold. I don't know if she was supposed to have more going on or not, but mm-hmm. yeah, I liked the uh, I liked the lesbian Catholic werewolf <laughs> furry. Yeah, they, they, got, they got everything. They got all the inclusivity. They're covering <laughs> all the bases. All the bases. Let's see. Let's yeah. get a lesbian furry. Representation. Catholic lesbian. guilt. Which which is in the Maisie comics Williams. too. That's that's the first time we see her. She's running away from the reverend, whoever his name is. And yeah. Oh, the guys you branded her, her a witch. <laughs> yeah. And she's branded as an M. Interesting. Switching around. Kind of reclaiming some of those negative titles, like which yeah, yeah, and that's um, again, mutant. it's a big theme in the X Men comments and the comics and in the other movies is like mutant shaming and yeah. just the uh, just big living thing. like that. Uh, so you know he knows his stuff, and I think if the Mouse House and all the other shit that was going on didn't yeah. didn't fuck with this movie so much, it would ended up a lot better. Uh, I, so. I, I don't think it would ended up like the half baked horror movie that it is now. It probably would have been that like teen action drama more which yeah. uh, i guess that would have been all right it certainly fits the director's niche a little more as someone who makes stuff like fault in our stars and, and and stuck with you yeah and and that's kind of a cool concept 
of kind of reaching out to this newer generation. And it is the new mutants. They are the new generation of X-Men. They are the new. So this is a, this is a smart, it's, it's a smart idea to bring in that type of teen angst that, you know, younger audiences like nowadays. And that are into. They tried it with the, add into your superhero with the X-Men idea. reboot. Or they try to do like Apocalypse, where they got the new younger X Men yeah. team, or just younger versions right. of the same characters, but nobody right. liked it. So they're like, "Fuck it, nope, make them edgy." Yep, exactly. So I, in 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 a way, that's what the old comics tried to do. Anyway, introduce a new generation. So this, in the same way, a love letter to that Josh Boone mm. saying, "Hey, here's a new generation of X Men films." But it sucked, and I don't think anybody's going to want to watch the movie. <laughs> no, maybe we'll get to see him, hopefully with similar casting, because I like Anya Taylor, Stranger Things guy, uh, Maisie Williams. Yeah. I think with a good script, they could really nail those roles. I think so. So maybe we'll see him in the Marvel-verse. I think it'd be pretty pretty lit to see like <laughs> Magic and Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange all having some interdimensional adventures. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And, and yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. That Disney, this Disney, for the most part, really tones or you know fine tunes everything. Yeah, with it'll be. It, they're very tonally different from something yeah, like New are. Mutants or what New Mutants right. was advertised as. It's not. Right. Yeah, it's going to be much quippier than this one, which right. I'm really down for a superhero horror movie. And I think that the uh, mental hospital yeah. with an insane superhero who conjures people's worst fears would be a great launch pad for that. Why the yeah. initial pitch for that was teen dramedy. As opposed to horror off the bat, <laughs> good good question, and why yeah. it still didn't end up a horror. I like the designs right. though, uh, how everything looked. I thought mm. the smiling men were pretty spooky. Uh, they all kind of look yeah. like little weird. Slendermanish, yeah, yeah, kind of Slenderman Russian mobsters. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bear and the dragon <laughs> looked like looked kind of like video game cutscenes. <laughs> the bear yeah, especially the, the, <laughs> did not look very like, good. It's like that, uh, what is it, Suicide Squad? Um, yeah. The Enchantress, like, <laughs> final boss. It had the same quality. <laughs> it was about it's that like, quality. Sunspot reminded me of El Diablo from, the, from Suicide Diablo, Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yep. Suicide Squad. Yikes. I like the effects, though, um, of the other, mm-hmm. the other heroes. I think Magic and the Bear were probably the least convincing, but I like I think Cannonball, yeah. especially, where it just shows yeah. him vibrating so fast. He just has, like, a hue around him, yeah. and then he takes off. That looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and, and he kind of hurts himself, too, during the process. Of, oh, yeah. Like, humanizes him in a, bit, <laughs> in a way, like, trying to adjust to his powers. Dr. Yeah. Was I like the, the oh, Maisie Williams are furry, <laughs> where she yeah. didn't just... She wasn't. She didn't just look like Beast, but not blue. It was like right. a little more. Right. Yeah, it was she's a little literally. Scrappier. Yeah, she just had like the claws and, and like hair down the neck and that. And then she turned into Twilight Dog, and I was like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, in the, in the comics, yeah, she has she has a great. It's pretty much she's pretty much Beast, <laughs> but yeah, she she kind of morphs. She doesn't completely morph into like sometimes she she kind of meets her form halfway. Yeah, it's like, uh... based on her agility. You know, based on like her different things that she needs. to which she did in this movie too. But. The demands, yeah. She's like in a little half form when she's fighting yeah, people. Forms. She's a dog. She's just a little bit. She'll have like just the ears up or when she's looking yeah. for people. Yeah, that was she'll nice. Have her eyes. Yeah, like the dynamic. Adjust powers. her eyes. Yeah. So it was, it was cool to see in the comics too. It was really kind of a fun character, pretty much. But yeah. That was all right. Um, yeah, it was not bad. What else was good about this movie? Not a long list, that's for sure. <laughs> 
I, just the problem with Danny too. I I just feel like the psionic powers needed to be paired with something else because the psionic powers are just not enough. It's interesting in the comics. She has a lot of athleticism and agility, and that's that's what keeps her going in fights. The psionic that... powers are literally just just mind fucking people, and that's about it. There's <laughs> Does that not, come with the psionic like powers? Thing. In the comics, is that like an I, answer, or is it more of like a black canary thing where she has a power and then she she just does yeah, her own it's, thing. it's like that. Okay. Yeah, she she kind of grew up in her Cheyenne roots, so she has that agility. Okay, so she's kind of like a brawler, and then also has this yeah. little pocket mind fuck when for when she needs right. it. Okay, yeah, people will just freak out, and yeah, and this so. one she just summons your worst fears, which. Yeah. Again, really great character concept for a horror movie, not an action one. Right. Not, if she, not right. I think that's what I would change if I were to change one thing about it, is I'd probably make one of the mm-hmm. other ones, probably probably Rasputin or Maisie Williams' character, like make them the main character mm-hmm. and have Danny yeah. be more of like, kind of like the X-Men 2, like we were talking about, where she's sort of that psionic dude. She's like Stryker's son. And oh, SX yeah, just keeps her there yeah. to like fuck Ooh. with everyone else. Mastermind, then, yeah. Yeah, where Freaky. that theme kind of comes in, where they have to, like, save her from herself, and then when yeah. they're all together as a team, they can, right. like, like Reyes or maybe even Mr. Sinister and have an actual villain. Right, yeah. Fight him in. off and escape. Yeah. Or, and if it was going to be a trilogy, him in. then have him... Why is, why is it so hard to not have Mr. Sinister? Why is it... It was this cock tease that is Mr. Sinister. I know, what the hell? I'm mad. I want my money back. I want my entire <laughs> franchise back. I didn't... Oh God! I knew this movie wouldn't be worth the five dollars it cost to run on Amazon, so I oh, hauled my God, ass out to was... Redbox, and I only spent two dollars on it. I I had to just give up, give him five bucks, and I I hate myself, but Dude, it's that's, okay. That's going to the sequel. Get to see more yep. more furry lesbians. More new mutants. I know that's your favorite. Yeah. Oh yes, I love that beastly. Yeah. What would your X Men persona uh, be? My persona. Uh, yeah. you know what? I'm I I love Beast. I even love Nightcrawler. So maybe <laughs> a, like a little Devil Beast Sona would be pretty cool. <laughs> what about you? What's your persona? What's your mutant persona? <laughs> My mutant persona, um, a crocodile. Crocodile, nice. And that's it. Okay. Like that, like that that's bionic it. crocodile from Rick and Morty. Is there okay. one of those? Is there one of those in any comics? Is there like a lizard? Like um, one of those like '90s lizards. Well, where the brain is exposed in a jar. Oh, like from Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. Where his limbs grow Spider-Man back and stuff. Yeah. yeah so, i do that, and i just be like the guy like from the boys whose limbs grow back. <laughs> where he just like... Nice. He'd be a little more vicious, crocodile-like, you know? <laughs> he just, he's cool. like, he just gets hired by sadists off the black market to like cut arms off and stuff because <laughs> they grow back. Oh, God. And that'd be my job. That'd be me at FurCon, just letting people Amazing. chop limbs Fur off Con. for money. And that's All the right, extent of my... 2021, yeah. I think we have a cosplay. Yeah, first stop... I'm going to get on that. Furcon, next stop, Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> you know, I will say, I, I'm really glad that the X-Men is joining the MCU. But that's nice. The, the thing I always have a problem with... with Monopolies? Uh, X-Men and... and uh, <laughs> not Monopolies, per se, but Avengers and... The, the concept of Avengers and uh, X-Men where... People hate mutants, but they don't mind super enhanced people. There's not really a difference between the two. Yeah. Except one is like the threat to evolution. <laughs> but like, you know, it, it just kind of doesn't make sense that people would be against one portion of the superhero community and against or and, and, and for the other. 
side of it. So it doesn't make sense, but we'll see how they how they do it. And I think Civil War was a good movie in this of superheroes in society. So we'll see how that how they mm. that in. And it kind of well. And then there's the Inhumans as well, because I was going to bring up the Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Right, in- Inhumans, yeah. That was a big like X-Men mutant hating thing that they introduced with Inhumans. So, yeah. And then, and then the Inhumans show just completely annihilated. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, so now those those guys aren't, aren't coming in. Nah. But, yeah, we do plan on watching Inhumans and Legion. Oh, yes. We Legion, we do. <laughs> yes, so that's going to be a week in january yeah. later on legion if you're looking for a superhero horror tv series that's 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 what new mutants that's what uh, little shadow king action yeah, and even stuff like jessica Movie. jones that first season with the the purple man oh yeah but he was that was a pretty it's a great thriller horror yeah, yeah. even just good, a thriller good, good stuff like that where the villain is just this like more of like a sinister entity than anything else, yeah. which would be a good setup for someone like Mr. Sinister, who's always like a behind-the-scenes s character. Exactly. He uses other people. And he's as like pawns. vampirish too. Yeah. He, you know, he's got that. He's got that spooky look in it. That would be a perfect nightmare sequence. Mm-hmm. A psionic nightmare. Like, come on. Yeah. He's just using <laughs> Danny to like project himself around the the hospital. Yeah, and maybe maybe he doesn't look like you know Mr. Sinister, the classic Mister. Maybe that's the persona, the psionic persona that he. And, and he's really just a regular Nathaniel Essex. Oh yeah, he's kind of like projects that sinister. Who's that? Uh, who's that villain? Like the DC villain, who can do that? Like sneak into your dreams, and he, he's really spooky. Oh shoot! Yeah. And then the I know Nightmare you get to Marvel, him. but <laughs> I don't know the DC. Yeah, you like he'll put you in a, in a constant cool. nightmare, and if you get close to him, he can like just make you trip balls and see him. He makes himself look like a spooky Grim Reaper, but he's actually like some fucking derp. Old virgin nerd. <laughs> Amazing. That's pretty yep. athlete. So something like that. But then he uses like Danny nice. as a conduit for it and then they you know, they gotta like rescue her. Yeah. Or kill her. Right. And then there comes back to the two bears, like, do you be good about it? Do you choose to just do the evil mm. thing? Right. And the two bears will come into play too. Yeah. Wow. Good good concepts. Good concepts. And as we've established, that is my least favorite kind of movie. A bad movie, <laughs> a bad idea, poorly executed, is just funny to watch. A bad idea, well executed, yeah. is the best to watch. And yeah. but a good idea, poorly executed, that's just the worst oh, feeling. It's depressing. It's it, it is. is. It loses total let let down. Yep. You know? It's wow. not something like Battlefield Earth where I could watch it again and again. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or a Christmas catch, those right. have rewatch yes. value. Once I I they might do. not even keep this Redbox disc overnight. I might just go, I might just go <laughs> return it right after this. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, this is definitely. I I would just skip this, skip this, and Dark Phoenix. No, just skip it. Just end end your um mar- X Men marathon with Logan. Logan, baby. And that's that's all you need. That's all you yeah. need for well, I guess Deadpool two comes after it. So just end your marathon with Deadpool. <laughs> you should be get good. the nice <laughs> drama, depression inducing Logan, and then watch Deadpool two, right. and then you're good. And, and then it's it. And then that's it. And then you're and good. Then back to Marvel. That's that's all you need. <laughs> and Apocalypse. I know it's very mixed, but I do believe it's a good one too. 
I, you I liked Apocalypse? That, that, to Marathon. I, I, I did. I, it reminded me of the classics 90s like cartoon. It did have much more of that. It had that feel to it. That vibe. Yeah. I wish he so talked I, like that. I didn't mind it. The 90s cartoon Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, I am Apocalypse. 90s. I am Apocalypse. From the ashes of humanity. Um, I know. And so yeah, we got so... Oscar Isaac as Ivan Ooze. I know, and he should have been bigger too. I wanted him to like tower over the other mutants. I was like, oh, dang it! Which I mean, he does grow big in the astral plane, but I was like, no, no, I want him bigger. <laughs> I want him bigger. He's not comic accurate. <laughs> I ain't comic accurate. Fuck. You know, Isaac. Shit like this is how movies like Rise of Skywalker get made. These podcasts <laughs> like ours, real uh, detriment to the film so community. True. Oh God. Uh. That is to be our Media legacy. Should have taken us. We ruined X Men because they picked up the fucking good, the bad, <laughs> and the boys script for the New Mutants, and it was all just yeah. furry lesbian porn that we sent them. We sent them the wrong copy. <laughs> wrong. We were beaming around and the New Mutants. To switch about. Now we have this <laughs> furry lesbian New Mutants. Furry lesbian. The the fault in our let it snow. New Mutants out now. <laughs> <laughs> the fault in our gene pool. Oh, uh, X Men. Well, uh, it's it's a bittersweet. It's a bittersweet it franchise, and um, I I love it. I grew up with it. It was like one of the only good Marvel movies to watch back in the day. That Sam Raimi Spider Man. That was all the Marvel we got <laughs> until Iron Man came out. So. <laughs> well, let us let us know what your favorite classic Marvel thing is. Let us know what. What Absolutely. X-Men you would include in your furry fanfic? What would you change about New Mutants? We have a yeah. Facebook and group if... now uh, where you can just post yourself Ooh. and start a discussion. So we'll, And we usually reply pretty Do quick it. to those. So be sure to hop on Facebook, Good, the Bad, and the Boys, or just comment under yeah. any one of our posts what, uh, all all why, you, nerds. why you think our ideas are stupid. And I will <laughs> happily pass the phone over to Isaac to discuss superhero affairs with wonderful. you. Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. And if you are a fan of New Mutants, let us know what's what, what are some good issues we should check out. What what what's your favorite character of the New Mutants? Honestly, pretty pretty good series so far from what I read. It's a cool cool uh, passing on the torch series. So I'm I'm liking it. I'll probably read more of the New Mutants. So let me know. What's a good some good issues? Send it my way. I'll send you Go some join the I'll send you some links. You can trust me. Oh, no. Oh, God. Not another furry. Oh, God damn it. All right. Well, shout out to my boy, Gabe. Thanks for all the recommendations for apocalyptic movies. And we will catch you guys on Thursday for the good kickoff to our superhero month, Logan. Yes. Be sure to listen to plenty of Johnny Cash between now and then. We'll see you yes. then. Kisses. See you then. From the ashes of humanity, we will build a better world Howdy, y'all. This is Terran, a.k.a. The Bad. Thank you for tuning in to our new program. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't get dysentery. Now, everybody pretend that I rode off into the sunset. Bye now. <laughs>